Better Health begins at Tidelands Health, dedicated to keeping the communities we serve healthy and active. That's why we're proud to present our podcast series, Better Health Radio, brought to you by Tidelands Health. Here's Bill Klaproth. Do you know the difference between palliative care and hospice? With us is Dr. Andrew Phillip, a physician at Tidelands Health and a specialist in end-of-life care. Dr. Phillip, thank you so much for being on with us. So what is the general definition of palliative care and then hospice care? Maybe we can start there. Well, palliative care is caring for any individual symptoms of the disease. And that could be as simple as treating someone's nausea, or it could be uh, as complicated as caring for uh, a cancer patient, cancer-related pain. But at the end of the day, palliative care is really uh, defined by caring for a patient's symptoms, whatever they may be. So for somebody that is under palliative care, um, that doesn't mean they're in, like, you know, when you think of hospice, they're in a special area in a home. Can palliative care be a home program where they they just come in to see the doctor? Absolutely. Uh, palliative care can be undertaken at really any point in a patient's illness and in any setting. So we have lots of uh, palliative care physicians who take part in the patient's care in the hospital, but uh, we can also do palliative care through your primary care physician uh, in the home setting as well. And of course, uh, palliative care is a component of hospice care, uh, but hospice care is really more uh, focused on individuals who have less than six months left to live. And palliative care can be undertaken at any point in a patient's illness. And most comprehensive cancer centers that are nationally recognized are now uh, making sure that their patients have palliative care early. And we know that comprehensive cancer care uh, does include an element of symptom control. And most of us, I think, would agree that if we did have uh, cancer or some other terminal illness, that we would want our symptoms well controlled throughout the entire experience, not just in our last six months left to live. So palliative care in general, people have a serious illness, but with the right care can recover. Absolutely. And in my personal experience, I've had the the joy of watching many patients graduate out of palliative care. And so as an example, um, you know, I've watched many people with COPD, which is lung disease, who have had severe symptoms. And we treat those symptoms aggressively in the beginning, but with the proper management, those individuals sometimes actually leave my care and return back to their baseline status and don't need symptomatic management anymore. Another example might be someone who has cancer-related pain and we are aggressively treating their nausea, vomiting, and pain. And then they subsequently get a surgery or chemotherapy and recover and are cured. And so palliative care is not a permanent decision. Okay. And how does the palliative care team in general, how do they work with the patient's physician? Well, a palliative care team can uh, consist of, uh, can consist of pharmacists, nurses, physicians, social workers, and we will typically work together with the patient's primary care physician and specialist to achieve whatever symptom control we are looking for. And that really varies based upon the individual patient's needs. However, I'll say that palliative care typically will include uh, a, a 
comprehensive outlook on the patient's illness. And I stress illness because an illness is different than a disease. Breast cancer is a disease, but it's also an illness. And an illness will encompass things like pain, the, the cancer itself, but it will also encompass things like the patient's spiritual well-being and emotional well-being. And a palliative care team will take those considerations um, very seriously and work in a comprehensive way with any stakeholders to make the patient feel better and have a higher quality of life all the way around. So you're managing more than just the pain, per se. So then how does the hospice care team work with a patient's physician? How does that differ? Um, again, hospice is, is uh, palliative and comprehensive care for a patient that has a life expectancy uh, to be less than six months. Sometimes we do see patients that we believe have a life expectancy less than six months who we say graduate from hospice and they go on to uh, do better than we had expected. And that's always a joy to watch. But uh, hospice is essentially palliative care that is caring for a patient's symptoms uh, in a comprehensive way. Again, not just their uh, physical symptoms, but also their emotional and spiritual and social symptoms of this illness that they have. Uh, and we do that in a special way, typically because this would involve having uh, special teams of nurses and aides coming out to the patient's home to help them in their home in whatever way they need. It would also involve, um, you know, in certain circumstances, transferring them to a specialized hospice facility when we cannot get the patient comfortable in their home. And does it matter how old you are when it comes to palliative or hospice care? It doesn't. Um, while Medicare and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services obviously tend to see more individuals that, uh, in their elder years go on to hospice, anyone can come on to the hospice program. Um, personally, the youngest person I've taken care of has been in their 20s. Um, and, you know, that's always a very difficult situation to have someone that has less than six months left to live. Uh, that is a young person, but we do take care of those individuals as well. Does insurance pay for palliative or hospice care? How does that work? Insurance does pay for um, palliative care. And so for individuals that need palliative care and have special pain control needs, for example, um, it's just like any other doctor's visit. Um, for individuals that are needing more comprehensive hospice care, uh, that is a special benefit through Medicare, um, and Medicare would cover the cost of all of the patient's medications, their home health needs, their medical equipment, their oxygen therapy, anything related to their care would be 100% reimbursed by Medicare rather than having any co-pays. Um, and that's for individuals that are older than 65. For those who are under the age of 65 or who are not on Medicare, um, you'd have to check with individual insurers to find out what your hospice benefits are. And does the, the team then also communicate, whether it be palliative care or hospice care, do you communicate with, directly with the family as well? We do, we, 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 we do communicate with the family very, uh, very effectively, and, and we really feel like in, in the hospice setting and in the palliative care setting, we're not just caring for the individual with this illness. We're also caring for their families, their loved ones, their friends, and most hospices will have um, support groups for family members and full-time caretakers to assist them in learning 
how to care for their loved one's needs, learning how to uh, cope with the loss of a loved one, and that's an important element to any hospice. I could certainly see that. That definitely makes sense. So it really is a comprehensive coordination of care. And Dr. Phillip, why should a family choose Tidelands for their hospice or palliative care needs? I think there are a lot of choices these days in hospice and palliative care needs. Uh, But I also think it's important for any consumer to understand the motives behind uh, wherever they're purchasing a good or or service. And Tidelands Health is a not-for-profit hospice, uh, and we exist for the sole purpose of providing care to those who have serious illness or are at the end of their lives. And that is our sole purpose. It's not to make money. And I think we fulfill that mission quite well. And I would challenge anybody to uh, come and, and check out our facility and meet our staff and ask as many questions as they have to get the answers that they're looking for regarding uh, hospice and palliative care. Dr. Phillip, thank you again so much for your time. For more information about Tidelands Health Physician Services and Facilities, visit TidelandsHealth.org. That's TidelandsHealth.org. This is Better Health Radio. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.